Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean, professional, and effective website up and running for your IT business. Save time and frustration with TechSite Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. On today's show, we talk with Dan Murphy about conversational marketing and live chat. Uh, We talk about how live chatbots can help answer your website visitors' pressing questions and ultimately convert them into customers. Plus, I ask Dan how chatbots differ from those annoying automated phone menus that we all hate. And then we dig into the future of chat and AI in marketing. All of that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch uh, the live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the TechSite Builder Facebook page, select uh, the following tab, and then click See First so that the live stream will jump to the top of your feed. And uh, no matter what you're doing on Facebook, if you're you know, surfing around or hanging out, uh, this will jump up there so you don't miss an episode. And these live shows that we do are always fun because we take some time beforehand to talk to the folks that uh, show up in the chat, uh, get to know them, answer some questions. Uh, a couple of these, these latest uh, episodes that we've done, we've had some additional questions come up after the show, and we're able to dig in a little bit more after the show in the live stream. So that's always exciting. So definitely join us. It's more interactive and it's a lot of fun to be in the live stream in Facebook. So today our uh, topic is going to be all about what's known as conversational marketing. So that is things like live chat on your website and uh, the chat bots and uh, some other stuff that we're going to get into with Dan Murphy, who is the head of product marketing at Drift. Uh, And we'll talk to him about the world of conversational marketing, um, talk a little bit about Drift and what they do there. And, uh, and who knows where the conversation will lead after that. Uh, but before we get into that, just wanted to mention the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter, which is uh, your weekly digest of tips and tricks on how to market your IT business. Uh, and it's delivered once a week, uh, no fluff, just the information that you need to make the right decisions for marketing in your business, whether you're doing the marketing, you have someone on your team doing the marketing, or you know, uh, you've been relying on word of mouth, uh, you know, for a lot of folks I talk to, they say, I ask, what marketing do you do? And they're like, oh, we just get referrals. It's just word of mouth. And that's great. Uh, But I, you know, I strongly encourage you to look at some of these marketing techniques as a way to kind of hone in on the ideal client that you want to work with on, um, you know, maybe if you want to move into a certain niche or you want to start branching out into um, different types of businesses, um, you're going to, have to rely on some, uh, you know, more, uh, deliberate marketing efforts and not rely on uh, word of mouth, um, you know, forever, because <laughs> that can dry up or who knows what can happen with that. So, uh, one way to get started with that is to sign up for the computer business marketing newsletter. Just head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com, sign up, uh, at the form at the top of the page there, and, uh, you can get access to the newsletter, which will be 
the latest podcast episode, um, a curated list of different posts from around the internet that we think would be helpful for you, as well as the latest um, conversations happening in the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group. Uh, so if there's something important happening there, you you won't miss it. And also kind of a tip of the week where we uh, um, something that's happening or a quote or, you know, just kind of a little gold nugget to leave you with at the end of each week so that you can maybe think outside of the box uh, and get some motivation to continue uh, pushing forward in the week ahead. So all of that is available for free by signing up for the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. And uh, and then uh, I also want to mention our, our sponsor for this episode is TechSite Builder. Uh, TechSite Builder is uh, the service where you can get a website up and running quickly and easily. And that website is effective and professional and it accomplishes the goal of what a website should accomplish, which is to provide information about your business and convert visitors into customers who will contact you. And that's that's the focus of TechSite Builder. We make it uh, very easy and affordable to have a website where you don't need to worry about, you know, do I need this plugin or do I need that theme? Um, how do I set it up? What what content do I put into it? We give you a, a nice framework in which to. Uh, construct a website that's going to be effective for you. Um, I get feedback from lots of TechSite Builder users that once they sign up for our service, they uh, they see an increase in calls and contacts that result through their website. And that's because, you know, um, that's all we focus on. We make it very uh, clean and easy for people who land on your website to get the information they need and then get uh, in touch with you as easy as possible. Um, and then uh, we, we leave it up to you to kind of fill out the website with the information you want um, so that it's totally in your control. This is not a, a service where we hold your website hostage. And, you know, if you need changes made to it, you got to wait two weeks for us to, to make those changes. You can log in anytime and update your website. But, you know, of course, you guys are busy. Uh, and if you don't have time to do that, you can always just let us know. And we have some concierge services available where we will do all of the heavy lifting for you. So uh, no matter what it is you want to do, uh, we have something for you on TechSite Builder, and it's uh, at a super affordable uh, monthly or annual rate. So check that out at techsitebuilder.com. All right, guys. So without further ado, let's jump into the feature topic for today, which, as I mentioned at the top, is going to be about um, something called conversational marketing, which is kind of um, a, a big push that's been uh, happening lately online um, where we're getting out of the habit of shoving information down people's throats and giving them you know, only what they want to hear or giving them access to a very curated list of, of features. We're letting them start the conversation with us uh, as business owners. Um, and I think that's really cool. And also there's a lot of cool technology that's around that as well to facilitate that. Um, and helping us uh, talk about that is Dan Murphy, who's the head of product marketing at Drift. Hello, Dan. Uh, welcome. How you been? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to dig into this topic with you. Um, as always, with all of our guests, before we do that, just wanted to get a brief uh, introduction about who you are and uh, how you ended up where you are uh, today with Drift. Sure. Yeah. So um, I uh, ended up out of college working in a company called HubSpot, which many people have heard of. It's a a big inbound marketing company and marketing automation software. Um, I have spent the last six years or so working in B2B marketing, uh, particularly B2B SaaS companies, um, helping them scale and grow their um, 
uh, business operations, basically. Um, and I've been in all, all different sides of, of marketing, from uh, marketing operations to product marketing to demand generation, and even brand and content marketing. Um, and I've also done some consulting as well over the last couple of years with small businesses, helping build websites um, and uh, helping them grow you know, through PPC and various other tactics, content marketing. So um, I've spent a, a good amount of, of time in the last uh, several years working on um, many different parts of marketing. And now I'm really excited to be at Drift. I've been here for about a year helping really, I mean, at the forefront of what I'm doing is help spread the word about conversational marketing. And you know, I was actually a customer of Drift before I joined the company and I was using the product and I was adopting the approach of conversational marketing. And um, it got to the point where I said, you know, instead of just trying it, I want to go out and evangelize it, right? Instead of just doing it myself, I want to go out and help others, you know, become successful with it. So uh, a year later, here I am on this podcast talking to you and um, excited to be here, excited to talk about this stuff. The, the culmination of, of those years of, of work have finally led you here. <laughs> yes, finally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I've been seeing Drift um, all over the place on lots of different websites. Um, Good. You know, seeing that little it's robot working, head. <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah. Or the, uh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, the uh, Drift bot. Yeah. Little, the, Drift uh, bot. the robot yep. graphic in the bottom right corner. It might pop right. up and ask you a question like, hey, would you come here to find today? Or, right. hey, can I help you with something? Or, hey, I noticed you X, Y, and Z, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Yep. So definitely um, uh, seeing good things um, from you guys over there. So before we kind of dig into to this uh, this topic, why don't we kind of set the stage and if you can kind of give us a definition or a little bit of an explanation of what is meant sure. when we say conversational marketing. Yeah, I think the the sort of formal definition goes something like um, the act of 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 uh, promoting and using real time one on one conversations to help someone get the answers they need now. That's that's roughly the definition we have, and of course. You know, this is, we've only sort of been at it for about a year to 18 months with conversational marketing. So we're, we're evolving and, and that definition changes sometimes week to week a little bit and certainly the scope of what conversational marketing can do. But um, the sort of underlying uh, problem that we've seen is that um, while the buyer and the buyer's power has changed drastically in B2B marketing, um, think about social media, think about Google, the, the buyer really has all the content, all the answers they need across the, across the internet. Um, most businesses haven't really adopted to that approach. Most businesses are still sort of pushing the forms and saying, give us your information, give us your information, or, you know, making it, uh, making it so that when the business is ready to talk to you, that's when they reach out. With conversational marketing, we're trying to meet the buyer where they are, right? So when they're ready for a conversation, when they're looking for the answers, we can deliver to them now versus make them wait till later, whether that be through, you know, a sales call or a meeting later, it's helping them um, get to uh, the, the answer as quickly as possible. So um, unlike saying, you know, hey, let's schedule a call or hey, let's schedule a meeting. This is like, you know, let's not schedule anything. Let's just address this right now in a conversation. Yeah, part of it is um, we do see so we do part of what our bots can do is actually schedule a meeting, right? And so the reason is that is, is that we believe you know, first of all, you can't be there 24-7 on your website. As a, right. you know, If you want to hire someone to do that, it's going to be very expensive. So bots are really useful from the standpoint of they could run 24-7 on your site. They can qualify someone, ask them the kind of questions you would normally use a form for, but do it in a conversational, easy way and, and supply them with some information. Um, qualify someone, and once they're qualified, 
book the meeting with the appropriate sales rep, right? We can do the routing. I mean, now I'm talking specifically what Drift can do versus the approach. But from an approach standpoint, yes. I mean, it can, um, the idea is to hopefully get the answers to that person as quickly as possible to serve their needs when they want it. Um, I mean, we live in an on-demand economy, right? Everything, like think about Netflix, right? You know, when you want to watch a movie, you go to Netflix, you watch it now. You don't have to wait for the movie theaters anymore. You don't have to go to Blockbuster and pick up the DVD. Um, you just go on, you know, so I could go on right now on my computer and do it. I could go on my phone and do it. I could watch one on the train ride home, right? Like, right. Um, and so it's really kind of following that methodology of, is that the buyer is used to getting the answers and getting what they need to know right away. And so this is really about adopting your marketing to meet that demand versus, you know, uh, wait till later. Now, scheduling a meeting is definitely, you know, while it's it's part of our product and part of the approach, it's certainly more of a backup situation. Whereas, okay, there's not someone there right now, but hey, this person right here is the person for you to talk to. I'm going to book a meeting for you. I'm going to go look at their calendar for you and book it. That's what the bot can actually do today. Um, and so that's kind of part of the process. And at least if someone comes to your website looking for a specific answer and they have to book a meeting, well, guess what? They book the meeting. They know when it is. They don't have to do any extra work. They just have to show up to the meeting and they'll get the answers they need. So when we're talking about conversational marketing, are we just talking about the the chat that happens on the website or does this extend to social media and um, and other areas? Yeah, that's a great, a great question. Um, it certainly started with chat on the website and that's certainly where I think a lot of, I think the connotation right now is that that's where, that's what conversational marketing is. It's just about live chat, but no, we don't think it is. In fact, we've been working um, and studying and working very closely with our customers with email, for instance, about how can we help make email conversational again? How can we make email um, uh, a positive experience for both the buyer and the seller, right? And so email is sort of, you know, over, at least over the last five to seven, maybe 10 years has been exploded with growth. And, there, you know, every single person out there can, is going to now have an SA. Your inbox is filled with you know, outbound messages, sales reps reaching out to you, asking for this or that, you know, it, it happens to everybody. Um, people asking for this or that. And it's not, and I can't say we have the solution today for all of it, but, you know, one of the things that we're doing with our own marketing um, is instead of just asking for someone to click a link in an email that we're sending, um, we actually ask for a conversation. We actually ask them, like, for instance, uh, if we're running a webinar, we'll email you and say, hey, you know, we're having this webinar. Here's why we think you should attend. Here's why what you're going to get out of it. Hey, do you want to sign up? Yes or, you know, like question mark. And if someone replies today and says, yes, we're going to go sign them up and, and, and actually, you know, have that done. Now, um, the question always arises from that, like, well, how do you do that scale, right? Like if you're going to send 10,000 people an, an invite to a webinar, you can't manually go through and take everyone's yes and turn that into, you know, uh, a sign up somewhere. A form is way easier. We totally get that. Um, and that's why we just made an acquisition of another company called Sifrock, and we're, uh, which actually can help you segment in your email inbox um, companies that, um, or, or replies basically, and categorize them and automate that process. So if someone replies yes, it'll automatically see that. It's, a, it's an assistant mm. basically. It'll see it yes. in your inbox. It'll sign them up. So, so from an approach standpoint, you know, making email a little, a lot more conversational, a lot more Hey, like you and I are just having a conversation. We're trying to, you know, get something out of it. Um, is the goal, and I think email is a new area that we're investing. You know, and I don't think email is a new area where we're investing a lot of our time and resources to try to figure out, you know, how can we help from an approach standpoint. Social media is a great example too. We we haven't sort of perfected anything from an approach or methodology standpoint, and we certainly haven't done anything with our product with that yet. But 
I would imagine social media is, is, is an opportunity given how many conversations are happening on there on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of where for me as a business owner, that's where my experience first started with the whole online conversational marketing is you, Mm -hmm. you know, you hear, Hey, you have a business, you got to have a Twitter account. You got to have a Facebook account, blah, blah, blah. You do Mm -hmm. that. And then all of a sudden you got people actually contacting you on those platforms, asking you questions, um, you know, and so then you're like, oh my gosh, I actually have to like sit here and manage this and, you know, be ready for anything and react fast. Because if someone asks you a question on Facebook or Twitter and they don't get a response, you know, fairly quickly, they'll, they'll, you know, keep asking or they'll go somewhere else. Um, and, oh. and so that's, I like that at least, you know, we're able to move that onto the website where we have more control over it and, mm-hmm. uh, and we're able to kind of curate, uh, that, that conversation a little bit, mm-hmm. um, so what what are what are your um just in general what are your thoughts around kind of um managing all of the different uh platforms where these conversations could happen um is there best practices for that or is there like tips to keep in mind Yeah I think um you know for today we're we're focused with email and live chat having one inbox and one way to manage it and having your team on there and of course like the big question is like, okay, if, if conversations are really the core of business and we believe they are, right? Like a, we don't believe a sale can really happen until a conversation happens and conversations are also the quickest path to revenue. So how do we kind of help automate that? And I think like in terms of managing and, and, and best practices for, for that, you know, the overwhelming amount of, of um, conversations is, you know, um, it's for most of our customers are, are kind of uh, applying a bot with human approach, which is like, you know, a bot, at least in the sense of it's automated, you know, like, you know, uh, managing, we have stuff like, you know, when you ask certain questions, our bot will jump in and pull out help doc information and say, Hey, maybe you're looking for this answer or that answer. Here's some links. You know, you said this keyword, so we think, you know, you think you're looking for this, is, does this help? Um, and then there's also sort of the, you know, uh, getting your sales team or customer success team or customer support team operational and helping with, you know, uh, manning the fort, right? Which is helping be available via conversations. Um, we're still in some, some one of the early chapters of like how to scale, you know, conversational marketing to, you know, um, big teams and how to, you know, especially in small teams too, in the sense of like, if you're a sole proprietary, you're a small company, you know, maybe you're one or two employees or five or less or whatever, you know, dedicating the resources to something like live chat sounds kind of, absurd sounds kind of like a big ask, right? Because there's so many other things you have to do as a, you know, business owner or small business. And so um, certainly automating some of that, you know, we have stuff where, you know, a bot can qualify someone to book the meeting. That's one great way of kind of setting things up. We have things where, you know, you can get mobile alerts and you can get on your phone and have conversations. You can get email alerts and have the conversation via email. Um, Certainly though, having the avenue of a live chat type presence and making sure you're, um, you know, uh, providing that availability to get an answer quickly, whether it's a bot or help documentation that's supplied or a real human is a good flow and has um, positive recognition with, you know, people coming to a site, but, you know, we're going to try to help as much as we can with all anyone that's, you know, trying this approach, automate, make it easier, help you manage the conversations and manage, you know, uh, the volume. Yeah, that's great. And I think that's, that kind of solves the problem. A lot of, our listeners have, which is they're, they're small shops or they're just a solopreneur and they, you know, they're like, I just don't have the time to sit there manning a chat, Mm -hmm. a chat window all day. And so to have some sort of automation or, um, you know, uh, bot 
type thing going on is is great. So uh, on that side of things, um, you know, some folks kind of push back on the whole bot idea because it reminds them like of the auto responders on phones where like you're calling, <laughs> you want some information and you're, you're sitting here going through a bunch of menus and you can't find what you need. And mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, you're just hitting zero to get to an operator so you can talk to a yeah. real person. How do we kind of um, avoid having that feeling when someone, you know, they see a, a chat window pop up, they're like, oh, great, I can talk to someone. But uh, but yeah. then they're they're given these like, you know, robotic answers, one would assume. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great question. And, and um, certainly in the early chapters, like I remember when I first beta test, I was a customer, like their bot, I was just using the chat for Drift when I was a Drift customer. And, and they said, hey, we have these bots, we have these playbooks, you got to try them out. And I kind of played with them and I was like, I broke the logic and you know, five seconds, right? It wasn't very sophisticated, but that was two years ago. And we have since added in a ton of layers of sort of um, helping branch conversations, helping, you know, take certain responses and map, you know, map them in, save the responses so you can better understand and articulate. More or less, we're trying to make them as smart as possible. And we are doing some stuff sort of behind the scenes here with AI and trying to really empower it so that it, it we don't have that type of auto response type you know, on the phone, hitting blah, blah, blah. The nice thing, I think, um, the, the main difference, I would say, between a phone, automated phone, robot, whatever, where you're typing in numbers, and a bot on your website is that the bot on the website is visual. And so you can, you know, map questions pretty quickly and you can have a lot more flexibility than you would on the phone where it's pretty binary. You can only hit a certain amount of numbers, right? Um, and that's all you can do or say something and you can't really visualize and see other things. So, um, we've been building in a lot of smart logic to make the bots more responsive, um, not just, you know, create dead ends, um, make sure that, you know, people are delighted and are getting the answers they need as quickly as possible. Um, and the, and the interesting, interesting thing for us has been doing that, making the bots smarter while also making the user experience for setting them up easy. And so, um, we've been trying to hold both of those in parallel and making it easy to create these bots and have, you know, and try different conversations, but also, you know, make sure that we're making it as smart as possible for the user experience, which has been a really fun problem to try to solve right. kind of at the same time. For sure. And, and I can imagine a lot of our listeners would, would have fun kind of playing around with um, setting that up and, and, yeah. uh, and, and the technology behind it. Uh, so maybe if you could kind of walk us through maybe a real life kind of situation um, that, you know, would, would apply for like an IT type business where they have a, a live chat bot on their website, but they're busy, you know, running around fixing computers and the customer is asking a question. Um, what, what is kind of, how does that experience uh, look from the customer standpoint? And then at one point, do you then, I guess, what would the end result be? Would it be that they, you get their email address to follow up with them? Would, would they be able to call you at some point? Uh, where would it end up? Yeah. So, um, I think, uh, uh, one of the approaches, the best practices that we talk a lot about is having um, having the bot on the site start the conversation and start by asking questions, right? And so um, that is just a way, an easier way to get people sort of comfortable with the idea that there's a bot there that's going to help them get to maybe where they need to get. Wherever they, whatever their intent was when they end up in your website, they, that bot is there to help them get to that intent point and discover it. And so um, I think a lot of people want to start with just a very generic question like, hey, how, what, what are you looking for today? How can I help you? And that's fine. That's a good start. Um, but one of the things we've seen is like a really great uh, way to start the conversation to get the most amount of people to engage is, is to ask a question like, hey, 
can I ask you a question? And then just say yes or no to kind of get them to opt in and get, you know, sort of comfortable with the concept of a bot asking them questions. Um, but for like an IT business owner, um, you know, a good use case would be to ask them a couple of qualifying questions about, you know, you might think about it from the perspective of like, oh, you're just asking them to give you information. But really what you're doing is trying to help them identify their intent. They're trying to give you the, you know, hey, this is what I'm here for. This is what I really want to get to. And you as a business owner know, you know, why people are coming to your site, you know, why they're trying to engage, what they're looking for, your service, your product, whatever. Um, and, and, and so actually, ask a couple of questions. L- let me throw this out there because this uh, I just had this idea and I think this is something a lot of our listeners struggle with. A lot of them um, serve two very distinct customer bases. Uh, they serve residential computer users and they serve business computer users. And a big struggle that I hear on TechSite Builder, for example, with our customers is how do I speak to both both of those audiences through my website? How do I say, you know, these are the business services we do, but we also do residential and not losing either one. And I can see yeah. chatbot being a great place to start oh, that yeah. conversation where the first question you ask is, Hey, you know, are you a home computer user or are you a business computer user? And exactly. then you can lead them, you know, down whatever path. Uh, yeah. And, and that's like, and that's really what the original, like gated content isn't there and forms weren't created just for the standpoint of like being a blocker or being a barrier. They were created with good intention, right? They were created with the trying to discover what someone is trying to figure out and get them the answers. But the problem is that forms have become well, you have forms and you have lead scoring and then you wait and they sit and you never respond to them. It's marketing automations, emails, whatever. We're trying to get it back to just like, let's bring the conversation right up to the forefront. When they have that high intent, they come to your website, let's bring the conversation up and let's meet them where they are, right? So this is their high intent moment. Let's get, get to them. Um, and so, yeah, a great way. Um, the flow you just described is, is 100% true, which is like, you know, if you... Um, just ask them, Hey, are you looking for, are you a residential owner, business owner, or, you, you know, you're looking for residential help or business help? Um, and a couple other questions before you, re- you know, before long, you can build this logic like you would in a marketing automation software and kind of design the if then branching kind of stuff pretty, pretty easily. Um, you'll figure out, okay, this is, this is this type of profile that the persona I want. Okay. This is a person that I want to book a meeting with. So I'm going to have the bot say, Hey, we'd love to book a meeting with you. Here's our availability. Pick a time. We'll send you the calendar invite. We'll send the other person the calendar invite. You'll talk to them then. You're all set. Um, or it might be someone that you realize is, you know, not someone that is high intent, not worth having a meeting with necessarily, but, um, you know, let's say is like, oh, you know, this, this type of person, they need to know a little bit more about our business. So let's give them this blog post, this blog post we wrote, or this PDF we wrote, or this video we created. You know, this is perfect for them to educate them on what we do. And so let's show them this and then let's ask them about something else or, but then let's ask them like, Hey, great to hear from you. Like if you want to subscribe to our blog or our newsletter, here's how to do it. Click here. Let us know what's your email. And then yes, you could capture email versus book a meeting. Um, you could capture their phone number and say, Hey, we'll call you, you know, in, you know, we'll get back to you right away or something like that. There's a whole bunch of different flows where you can, you can follow. Um, one of our businesses, um, uh, sorry, one of our customers, I should say, um, they, uh, a company called Bandwidth, a big sort of IT provider, um, networks, networks, SMS network. I don't, I don't quite understand it, but it's, you know, enterprise sort of uh, uh, SMS software network stuff. And um, they, their use case to Adrift was really interesting because they put a bot on their homepage um, to try to do exactly what you were just saying, which is kind of like decipher sort of what the intent was because there was multiple reasons why people were coming up to their, to their site. And they had an inside sort of sales team, a BDR business development team um, that was getting a ton of phone calls 
um, from people. So what they did was because it was on their network, people would take like robo calls, whatever telemarketers would use their network and use their like their area code and they would call people. And then those people would look up that phone number and say, oh, it belongs to this company bandwidth. Really, it's their network. It doesn't belong to them. But they would end up calling bandwidth and saying, why are you calling? What do you call me about? Uh, and I was like, no, it's one of our clients. They're a telemarketer or whatever. And, they're, and so it was just a complete waste of time yeah. to this inside sales team. And so what they did was they put a bot on the homepage saying, hey, what are you here for? And one of them says, like, you just called me or you know, something along the lines of, like, you know, I'm trying to figure out why someone just called me. And it explains to them, hey, here's a, it goes to a piece of content that says, hey, this is actually you know, um, one of our clients or whatever using our network. You know, here's the information about this. Here's how to get on the do not, you know, you know, call list or whatever it was. Um, and that saved their sales team like like 33% of their time back. It gave them a ton of time back and let them focus on the real customers who are also coming there. And they were identifying themselves with a bot saying, hey, I'm looking to use, you know, install bandwidth network on my, you know, servers or whatever it is. Um, so really, some really interesting use cases mm -hmm. like that. And, that. and that's where it's exciting for someone like me, where it's like, we're still writing the right playbooks. You know, we're still learning a lot from our customers, situations like that to say, okay, this is an area where we can help build our product around and help companies like Bandwidth save, you know, 33% of their sales team's time by just making that distinction about who's coming to their website with this intent or that intent or whatever. Now, is there um, any kind of intelligence involved in this where like you can see where a, a visitor is, is coming from or, oh, yeah. you know, recognize that they had been at the website before or stuff like that? Yeah. So this is a really cool part that I get really jazzed up about because this is like feeling and seeing the future, but it's now, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like, and like living it. So um, we launched a couple months ago, something called Drift Intel. And we've had this integration with uh, Clearbit, which is basically an enriched data library. So you kind of, it is a reverse IP lookup of any, IP address and says this is who the account is. Um, so Clipbit's this huge, massive library. Um, and so we integrated with them. And what we can do basically is when someone comes onto your site and starts a conversation with you, from, from the get-go, we can give you their IP address, we can give you what kind of computer they're on, we can give you some basic information, where they're coming from, their location. But with Clearbit, because we partner with them, we can actually enrich it and say, hey, this person's coming from Microsoft. This is how many employees they have. This is how much revenue they have. This is, you know, from a from a more enterprise, this is maybe less exciting to some of the sole proprietary or solopreneur or small business owners. But from a enterprise and, and, and slightly larger company perspective, it is really fascinating to know exactly who's showing up on your website before you even ask them, right? So instead right. of just asking them, hey, what company are you with? Saying, hey, this is someone from Microsoft. You should know that. Um, and then you can, of course, do now, which if you can do a whole bunch of segmentation. So if you have someone come from any of your target accounts, and it could be, you know, again, this is a huge library that they have, you know, Acme Corp, and they have, you know, over 150 employees and 10 million in revenue. And you say that, you know, that's a perfect company for us. Drift can automatically say, oh, this is an ideal customer to this business. So I want to offer them a meeting versus just offer them a conversation, mm -hmm. or I want to give them a fast lane and say, hey, you know, we think you'd be a great fit for Drift, Acme Corp. We'd love to show you some of your competitors like blank, 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 right, are using Drift and they're getting great results. Do you want to see what they're doing? Like stuff like that where you can automate it and build this experience where it's like, whoa, now we're creating an experience that when you come to my site without having ever given me information, and that's that might sound creepy, but like instead of being like, hey, I know exactly who you are, because it doesn't recognize the person, it recognizes the account. Um, it says, Hey, this is a perfect person for, you know, our product. Let's give you the answers you need right away. Very cool. Yeah. I can see a lot of potential and I can see that kind of, um, 
you know, getting even better and more intelligent over time. So yes. on that, on that note, um, what are kind of some of the, uh, the cool, you know, bleeding edge or future, you know, things that you see, um, your platform and others are going to be able to do, um, coming up. Yeah. So well, I'll, I'll give you a sneak peek of what we're launching next week. Um, we're launching something called conversational landing pages, um, which basically allows you to create a single URL page, a standalone page that is a conversation. So think about like if you use iMessage, if you use it on your computer, it's its mm. own app, right? And just like the whole screen is just the conversation. You can have it back and forth. We built something similar, although I would say a little bit more aesthetically pleasing um, than <laughs> iMessage, but right. something similar so that you can just build up any web page, design the same bot flow and use it in ads, use it in an email campaign, use it anywhere where you want a high conversion. Um, and you don't need to have a video and copy and all this stuff. You can, you know, are partnering with a company called Demandbase to help power it with Intel. But basically, imagine you see an ad somewhere on Facebook, like for this podcast, for us, or uh, podcast or the live stream, either one. Um, and it says, you know, um, computer business marketing, like podcast. You, you know, if you want to subscribe to it, you imagine a retargeting, and you go yes, and it goes there, and it's, and it's a it's a conversation. Says, hey, great, glad you want to subscribe email great all right you're all set it's just a conversation gets you set up it's the sole focus is the conversation so you're more likely to convert someone on the site on the page than to have a form and a bunch of information and a navigation and a bunch of flashy stuff that's great because typically you know when you click on an ad you go to a landing page and then mm -hmm. you know there's there's so many um you know courses and and tutorials about how to make that landing page convert you know you got to have yeah. the magical copy and you have to put the form yeah. in the right place and images or no yeah. images and all these crazy decisions you have to make uh whereas yeah. if it just leads them into a conversation where you're just you know they're there and yeah. and and they have no reason to leave but they you know they're they're intrigued i think is if you see sure. if you get entered into like a chat room you want to participate in it. You don't just kind of ignore it. And I think that's, that's, that's a cool, yeah. a cool way to kind of grab folks who click on an ad. It's very cool. Exactly. Yeah. You get it. Um, how about like um, artificial intelligence? What kind of role is that going to mm -hmm. play? Cause we've been talking about bots where we're kind of, we're basically purposely setting up a flow where if you answer this, mm -hmm. you go here, if you answer this, you go mm -hmm. there. Uh, what kind yeah. of role and how, how soon on the horizon is this where you can just basically say, you know, hey, I want, you know, I want this artificial intelligence to kind of do these things, but really it's up to how the conversation flows. It, it depends on what happens. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, we're, we're experimenting a lot with AI. We've tried different things like pulling out charts that show, you know, how many conversations are support related versus how many are sales related, by just looking at keywords. Um, we have stuff that's live today that's kind of AI, which is like, um, you know, uh, in a conversation, an email conversation, someone says, Hey, I don't want to get emailed anymore. It just automatically goes and takes them and unsubscribes them from everywhere. Don't make them do extra work. Don't make them click a link. Just says, okay, got it. We understand. They don't want any more emails. Um, little kind of pieces like that, that we've kind of messed around with. And so, um, there is some stuff sort of that we've been working on sort of behind the scenes that I think in the next several months, and you know, certainly as we move into 2019, we'll have more real AI stuff. Um, but AI and just the promise of what it can do and what with the approach we have just truly kind of puts us over the um, the hump in terms of excitement with what we can supply to our customers ultimately. Um, making, you know, applying good AI, applying good things to the bots to, you know, make it so that 
you know, a bot that's running in the middle of the night when no one's awake at your company and someone has a really important question or can identify it, can, you know, route the conversation, you know, to the right person, you know, or that, you know, escalate a situation to support or something like that, you know, different situations where like, you know, we think we can, you know, recognize an account that, you know, it's end of month and the sales team is trying to close this account and finally they're back and, you know, it can send a text message to that sales rep because, you know, they're not getting notifications or can call them and say, hey, this person's on the website right now. You know, you should, you know, um, you should be able, you should go on there and talk to them. Just kind of crazier scenarios where we can sort of escalate in the, the, the concept where conversations can get smart because ultimately, like, the reason we, we've, we've seen conversations blow up so much and we've seen this kind of movement is because conversations are the ultimate level of personalization and marketing, right? Like you can't get more personalized than having a conversation and going back and forth with someone, a human being, you know, is really ideal situation um, and getting the exact answers to the exact questions you have because everyone comes with a different prerogative, a different situation, a different, you know, uh, question. So it's, it's very interesting in terms of like, what can we do to help supplement the fact that we can't always have people on chat 24 seven, but we've already built this huge movement and seen this crazy growth by just helping with bots and playbooks and some automation because conversations are what people want, what the buyer wants. So um, I, I know that's not a great answer in terms of like, what do we, what could be coming with AI? <laughs> because I think it's, I think it's more situationally things we're trying to, to solve, but there's not like one big, huge feature. It's going to come along and fix everything. But um, I think the idea, and when, when I sit here and kind of ponder it, it gets me excited about how it can actually enhance the experience for the buyer. Yeah. And I can see that's, so, you know, something that's going to just seep its way in slowly into this stuff, right? We're not going to just turn on a switch and all of a sudden it's, it's all AI. Yeah. It's going to be something that it gets more exactly. and more intelligent and, 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 uh, applies more and more into, into the platform. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just, a, a couple last questions here before we wrap up. Um, is there any, um, plans or any existing, uh, way to kind of tie that. Cause I can see this, uh, tying in naturally to like, um, the, the voice, uh, automation systems, you know, with like the, the, the Google voices and the, and the, um, Amazon echoes and all that stuff that are out there now. Um, uh, this, this feels like it, it could fit in there somehow, but I don't, I don't know how, is that something that you guys are looking at or is there already a way to integrate these things? Uh, there's not a way to integrate those things like Siri or Alexa or Google home today. Um, I could definitely, I, I see certainly from a trend standpoint of like, like I started using on my phone, like the met, like text messaging, actually using Siri to like talk and let her record it. Cause I realized recently like how good she is now. Right. It used to be like when it first came out, you would say something and you'd be like, Oh, I got to go fix that. That word's wrong. Yeah. Completely got it. You know, there used to be a lot of jokes about that, right? You say something that says the exact opposite, right? Cause it felt like that. It just wasn't good. But it's the technology's gotten so good, and it just makes the like because I can just walk out here, you know, I can I can hold it down, I can you know send a message to my girlfriend while I'm walking versus sit there and type and like kind of walk and type down the street. And so like from an experience standpoint, it's great. Right. And so I definitely can see something happening, whether it's kind of like dictation, where you know you can with the conversational view you can speak and it'll record, and we do some features there with Drift or something. Um, it feels like there's a, a there's a, a future there's a there's a relationship in the future between those two things. Um, there's nothing that I know about in the immediate roadmap there. I think we're more likely to do stuff with um, video, for instance. Mm. You know, how can we help improve the experience with video? Um, yeah. How can we integrate better with Zoom? You know, something like mm. that from the experience um, or or some like you know uh, course AI, which does you know sales. 
um, records your sales calls and extracts like keywords and stuff like that so you can understand like how many times your competitor's name has come up on a call or something like that. Um, interesting things like that where I, I can see us getting involved, but definitely like voice messaging and video, those three things, like there's, those relate, they're blending together more and more across the landscape for B2C and B2B. So I would, I would, I would assume we're, we're probably going to get into that world at some point soon. Yeah. And, 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 you know, talking about, um, integrations, uh, one thing I noticed about Drift is it's got a lot of integrations with lots of existing, you know, CRMs and, uh, analytics, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, Zapier, you know, you can connect to almost anything with Zapier. Anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. why don't we take this opportunity to, uh, you know, I know there's a lot, lots of, um, uh, chat, live chat apps that are out there. Facebook's got the messenger and lots of other things that are out there. Um, so now's mm-hmm. your time to kind of let us know, you know, why drift is, um, uh, you know, the, the, the choice <laughs> for that and, and how you guys kind of separate yourselves from the other, the other folks in the pack. Yeah, there, there is, there's a lot more, uh, messaging apps out there now today than there were two years ago than there were even a year ago. Um, uh, Drift, I think, would stand out because at the core of what we're trying to build is building around the experience of the buyer versus the seller. Meaning, we are not thinking we're not we're bu- we're building for our customers' customers, not necessarily just our customers, right? right? Our customers they have feedback. We want to make create an amazing experience for them, and we want to be very close with them. But ultimately, by creating a product that works um, to the favor of our customers' customers, we're doing our customers a major service, right? By giving them a better experience, by making it easier for them to buy, um, by making it easier to communicate and get in touch with the right people, um, that is ultimately going to help our customers win. And so I don't think, and then I've certainly studied and looked at a lot of these other systems and messaging tools that do that kind of stuff, um, they're not thinking of that perspective. They're just thinking about how do we build stuff that our customers are going to buy, right? And so I think the second part of that is that we've realized that our customers' customers really care about and what we're all about, hence the name, is conversations, right? We're not trying to muddy the water with you know, a bot that does a bunch of different things and has a bunch of different, you know, an app store within the you know, uh, conversation view or a bunch of different you know, um, crazy integrations where you can just do a bunch of stuff. Like we're all about the conversation and, having, and making it easier for businesses to buy from other businesses. So we're going to continue to double down on that and, and focus on that. And I think um, ultimately that's going to pay dividends. And ultimately our customers have, have you know, uh, we've grown so fast and our customers are, are becoming so successful with Drift because that's what we're building for the customer's customer experience. Yeah. You make your customers, customers happy, then that, that makes your customers happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. cool. All right. Well, Hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely um, going to be looking uh, at Drift myself because um, it's yes. uh, something I looked at. A- we have a free plan. You can go try it out. Anyone's welcome to go try it out. Completely free plan. No time restrictions. You can get started. You can Very start cool. having some conversations with people. Try out. It's basically, it doesn't come with the bots in the free plan, but you can try out chat. You can put it on your site right now if you wanted to. Just got to install a couple of pieces of code. Start having some conversations. Find you know, the ROI on it. And then we even have a, you know, a starter plan uh, that's $50 a month, which is, which is pretty good, I think, for most small businesses. Um, and that also doesn't have a bot, but it has all the, the features you would want in live chat and gives you the flexibility to start having those conversations and get in touch with people target some, do some targeting and um, actually really try out this concept of conversational marketing and get up and running with it. So highly encourage you just head over to drift.com and, and check it out. And um, 
you might see me on there on the little chat widget, you know, <laughs> feel free to say hello and let me know you listen to the podcast and, nice. um, you know, we'd love to answer any questions too. Very cool. So, um, I, I'm assuming if folks want to, uh, get in touch with you, um, or ask any follow-up questions, um, they can just, uh, head to drift.com. Is there any other like social media accounts or anything where people can find you? Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 pretty active on Twitter. Uh, that's probably the one I monitor the most, um, and I and I get to talk to a lot of customers in there. So um, my name on Twitter is Daniel J Murphy. Um, so you can um, you can head over to Twitter and search for me there, and uh, or just search Daniel Murphy Drift, and you'll find me pretty easily. Um, cool. Feel free to give me a, give me a shout, and happy to talk. Great. Well, uh, Dan, I appreciate your time today. Uh, lots of uh, great. Uh, insights into kind of the world of conversational marketing and how we can apply it to our own businesses um, and kind of what's what's look, looking ahead in the future. And I think it's something, uh, if you have a website, you, you should probably look into having some sort of, uh, you know, live chat on there. Um, and, uh, and with, you know, these kind of um, intelligence uh, that's built into it, um, we can implement those without needing to just be sitting at the computer, you know, chatting with people all day. So, that's very cool. So um, thanks for your time today and uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going though. Head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and uh, in the show notes, we've got all the links that we talk about in these episodes. And then underneath that, there's a chat box, Not a, well, not a chat box, a co- uh, comments box where you can uh, leave comments soon to be soon to be a, chat, to box, be a right? chat box exactly yeah we'll be looking into that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um and then uh you can uh check that out and um and let us know what you thought of this episode and all of the other episodes that uh we release for the computer business marketing show also we mentioned the facebook group earlier head on over to facebook search for computer business marketing and uh join us in that group we just passed uh 1000 users uh, members in that group. So it's a it's a nice, good sized group of IT business owners bouncing ideas off of each other, asking questions, getting answers. It's a great kind of community um, for you to uh, uh, up your marketing game for your IT business. And uh, also, um, if you listen to this show on iTunes or Stitcher, go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, we love to hear your feedback on those different uh, podcatcher platforms. Um, and, uh, y- you know, those when you leave a review, it also helps the podcast get found by other people and that helps the podcast grow, helps us bring on other great guests like we had today. And, uh, it's a win-win for everyone. Only takes a couple minutes of your time. So if you listen to this on iTunes or Stitcher, definitely give us a shout out and a review over there. Finally, don't forget to check, check out our sponsor tech site builder at techsitebuilder.com. And thanks everyone for hanging out again for another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm -hmm.